Estelle Leonard Talent Agency. Oh, Sammy, would you stop calling me already? No, 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 no. I'm not saying you're not talented. You're very talented. It's just that with the bird dead and all, there's very little act left. Welcome to The Gamut with Steve Belanger, the show that covers everything under the sun and then some. Here's our host, Steve Belanger. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 74 of The Gamut, featuring talent agents Tracy and Kevin Turton. Tracy and Kevin are agents over at 90210 Talent with offices in both L.A. and New York. They represent great actors on almost every show, every network, every digital platform that exists. But this wasn't their first job choice. They both had early success in corporate America before realizing that it just wasn't their true calling. They got to that point so many of us reach when we realize we are just on the wrong career path. It takes a lot to change tack and choose a whole new direction for your life. But speaking as someone who's done it, it's worth it. I've rarely encountered anyone who regretted making such a move. Regrets are saved for those who don't take chances. I talked to Tracy and Kevin about how they transitioned from corporate life, incorporating everything they learned as musicians, and what their life as talent agents is really like. I have to warn you, I have met all sorts of folks in showbiz, and these two are not the norm. They are so supportive, so upbeat, so positive in their thinking, their approach to the biz and their clients, it's, it's just its quite refreshing is what it is. But it's also jarring compared to so many other bitter, jaded folks that I've run across. It made me wish there were more people like this in the biz. Hell, it made me want to be more like them. Yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. But for now, here's my chat with the effervescent talent agent power couple, Tracy and Kevin Turton. And here we go. Kevin and Tracy, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Thank you for having us here. How's it going? Here's why you're here. I've I realized I've talked to everybody in in this showbiz, actors, legends, casting directors, and I'm like, ah, I've never had an agent on the thing. Uh, I don't even know where it was something. And if you're an actor in New York, you get the endless emails, come to these seminars, come to this. Yep. Absolutely. And I don't. It was probably the first day I was like, oh, and it was it was your name, and I read the 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 whatever the blurb was, and I oh. That's a backstory I like. Oh. <laughs> it was all about you were a musician, yeah. you were a DJ, yep. and you came together. You Now you're a lawyer, you're a fancy agent. I said, beautiful, let's reach out to these two. This is going to be good. I like that. Oh, awesome. yeah. This awesome. is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting. All right, so how you? nobody ever acted. I act a fool sometimes. You act a fool? <laughs> See, I act intelligent sometimes. But I fool no one. <laughs> so you, you've never... No, in high school I did some theater productions in high school. Okay. When I attended uh, Edward R. Murrow High School. That and sounds like I should know it. 
Oh, yeah, it's in Brooklyn, Avenue okay. L, 1600 Avenue L, okay. and they have the little studio there, and I used to be in the ensembles, Man of La Mancha, like, a uh, funny thing happened on the way to the forum, and I had this affinity for, like, I'm like, wow, this is really fun, we get to dress up in front of people, and we're the stars of the day, this is so creative. <laughs> when you're, I never did this in high school, so, like, there's that... Of course I should do this. There's no there's no fear factor in it, right? Right. Well, I think it depends on the individual, but I'm a type of bold individual. So, there, you know, I like to be... I guess I like to act on the stage of the world, in the stage of the world, you know? So, when um, in my consulting days, because that's our background, actually, uh, Kevin and I, uh, we spent two decades in corporate America consulting but I I realize I'm really good at this because I'm a performer mm -hmm. and I like to be on stage when I'm with my clients and I you know I love this dialogue and at the end of the day I get a standing ovation because I've either streamlined their business or I've helped them you know monetize their value proposition it's your own version so, of an Emmy exactly Correct. on a daily basis on a daily basis day in and day out I was in corporate America for 16 years, so you guys have me beat. But yeah, it's, it's the same. I put on a suit and played a role 50 hours a week, right? You, you go exactly. in and you blah, 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 you do your thing and then... Talking head. Talking head. You, you do your spiel, you, you build people up, you knock people down, That's and you right. go home and you get the Emmy, you thank God, you thank everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but there are people who, now that I've left, like, oh, I can't believe, I, how can you do what you do? Like, we could never do that. I'm like, you, you bozos do exactly that in the boardroom. Every like, day. Every day. Yeah. Every you, day. You pretend the books aren't cooked. How do you do it? I couldn't do it with a straight face. <laughs> you deserve a fucking Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, so you were doing consulting in, in PR? Did no. Communication, something? Yeah, in communication. Okay. So uh, Kevin and I, my husband, uh, we are representatives of 9021 Talent Agency. Yes. And we based came in LA? Up, based in LA okay. and now seven months here in New York and it's nice. been fabulous having a great episodic season. Nice. <laughs> and um, but for the first uh, two decades, not in acting, but just doing consulting, we consulted for companies like AT&T, Cox Media, Verizon Communications, like at very high levels, okay. you know, pitching their value proposition, consulting, and we decided, hey, we're pretty dynamic people, and this is pretty boring. <laughs> wait, wait, I want to see if it's the same age. Like, what, what, you don't have to tell me exactly how old you were, but what was the range? Because I, I decided that around 36. Okay, it was, it was close. It was right about 35, 36. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm like, okay, we're nearing middle age, and our life isn't fabulous, so right. we have to make a change here. That light bulb just goes, hmm, ding. I went from the, the boardroom to doing stand-up at open mics. I'm like, wow. oh, this is better. Wow. Does it pay? Oh, zero. It pays zero dollars. Okay. Exactly. But I love it because I'm so passionate about yeah. it. Yep, because you're looking for that long-term legacy. I mean, you're looking for really what makes you tick and what you're passionate about and bringing that out there and using right? those skills that you've gotten and developed in corporate America to be able to take it and run with it. I and mean, God bless them. There are people in corporate America who that's their identity. They belong yeah. there. They belong there. They, they thrive they, there. They got that it thing and I realized oh I am just um just putting on airs here. I'm yeah. pretending to be one of those guys but I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> yeah like money but a miserable 
prick. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. I became a horrible, horrible person. Uh, and now I'm still... And now you're awesome. And now you're so funny. That's subjective. No, I also know you're delirious of hunger right now. Oh, so yeah, I, I totally I, I know yeah. you're looking through the filter of... <laughs> It's like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon. I look like a, a, a giant sandwich right now. Too, oh, yeah, I? yummy. <laughs> All right, so you guys met in the corporate world. Yes. True yes. love. Oh, love. Yes, love. yes, soulmates. Soulmates, okay. Oh, at this time, honey, I'll let you speak because oh. I know I could be overbearing. Sure, not overbearing at all, not to me. Uh, yeah, he says oh. that now. Yeah, he Ooh, says that he does now. That. that was smooth. That was smooth. That was good. Well rehearsed. That's hard. You've used that one. Absolutely. I've developed those reflexes over the years now. <laughs> you got it's, it. it's, a survival. it's a survival technique. We're husband right? ninjas. No, That's honey. <laughs> you look, oh, no. I don't even have to look. You look lovely in that outfit. <laughs> You're not even looking at me. What do you mean? No, I just looked at you just now. And the red one or the blue? The red one. Yes. Always, Always don't, go don't think bed. about it. No, think about just, it. That's right. Just, no just hesitation. say something quick. No hesitation, right? Nothing. Still going to be another half hour. Um, <laughs> I, so did, did, uh, let's go back to Young Love. Were sure. you the aggressor? Did you chase her down? Oh, no. It started off, uh, well, we started off as colleagues. We were working in uh, Verizon at the time. As okay. Fact. And, uh, you know, Verizon is always the center of every good love story. It is the center <laughs> of every good love story. And it didn't develop as a, a love type of relationship at all in the beginning. Uh, we developed a long-term friendship, as a matter of fact. Right. Oh, and that that's what strengthens our marriage now. Nice. Because, uh, you know, the friendship that we had, you know, we had no secrets from each other. Mm-hmm. We knew each other's, uh, our, our history. and There's no baggage. You knew all the baggage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I can't believe I married you, dude. Yeah. I knew everything. After knowing all that she knows about me, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to pause while I Google his background to see exactly what, uh, <laughs> prison, money laundering. Uh, you invented Uber? Interesting. Oh. <laughs> and Napster, too. And Napster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So we developed it and, you know, we, we grew as consultants ourselves at the time, too. So we were kind of going through that whole formative stage of, okay. of, of doing the direct selling and learning how to manipulate relationships into monetizing them and yeah. doing all types of different things. And kind of in that same development, we, we found that each of us had an affinity also for the entertainment business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we always had our, our hands in, in things. You know, after we would leave work, we were going to do things in music. Okay. Uh, she didn't know this, and I didn't know this at the time about each other, but she was a vocalist. And I was a DJ. And DJ Kevin like, Air. Wait a minute. This is like uh, the, the Reese's commercials. <laughs> chocolate walking on the street. Here comes peanut butter. Exactly. exactly. That's perfect. You know what? We are peanut butter and jelly, though. We are. We are. Oh, we've been told we're ice cream and cake. Yes, we have. Really? Yeah. That really I think happened. you guys are just starting right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about food. About the I've been told on pasta and Alfredo. I don't know. <laughs> Now, uh, I, like I said, uh, we have the similar thing where we just, our heads exploded and we, we traveled down a different path. Yeah. To do it uh, in harmony like you guys did, Was there ever, were you guys both on the same page at all times? It developed that way. Okay. And it, it was weird because we wouldn't think that it could, but it just really did. Like yeah. Our friendship was really born out of the affinity for each other, the, the, the commonalities, and we learned even more about each other and it made us even closer. And, and you're you spending know, time with it. When you, you know, we spend time with each other like crazy. You make a move like that, you're spending yeah. 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Hoobah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, for like, it's a lot, you know, our friends who are married, they're like, oh my God, I couldn't, 
do that with my husband you know I need some breathing space I I just can't but you know when Kevin and I are together and we're moving together we're just so electric mm -hmm. you know I can tell that already just, <laughs> as soon as I walked into the room yeah we're just so like we feed off of each other yeah you know I can complete his sentences he can complete mine like he'll say something and I say oh my god I was thinking of that Same or thing. even when we're strategizing I'm like hey I have this idea yeah, it's almost like a strategy. creepy twin thing you guys yeah. It no, it really is really? creepy. Yeah. I mean, it happens like all the time. Yeah, wow. we just, so many different environments. I mean, like you, you could put us in any environment in front of any group of people, you know, just from different walks of life, and we're merged together. I mean, it, we, we'll finish each other's sentences exactly like you said, and we, yeah, we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, we are. That's good in business. That's oh, that's no, good. it's very. And you see, working with the actors now, the way that we work with them, they feel that energy, mm -hmm. you know, because they're just so used to getting beat, you know, they're beaten up all the time. They're, you know, they live in a world of rejection and it's just like, we're like their coaches, mm -hmm. you know, we, although we're theatrical agents, we call ourselves therapist agents. Mm -hmm. And, <laughs> you know, seriously, like. Wait, actors don't need therapy. Oh, yeah, they <laughs> need lots all. of, maybe we're yeah, in the wrong right. profession, honey. Yeah. <laughs> therapy all at the same time. It's all wrapped up in the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely, we use our energy to uplift one another, to uplift ourselves, and to uplift the people that we come in contact with. That's important. Yeah. Because like you said, this is a business of rejection. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I also find it's uh, a, a land of no-nos. Right. I don't know if you guys find that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's always, maybe, or <laughs> we like that, we'll call you. Like, no, almost no one says no to your face in this business, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, No, yeah, yeah. right. Everyone... Well, they say no to you because you're the, the conduit, yeah. right? if you will. They'll say, we don't want that Belanger guy now. He's, right. too, he's too attractive. He's too, <laughs> too talented and handsome and tall. We, don't, we want somebody schlubbier. <laughs> but it's, such a, it's, it's a tough business to get an honest vibe. Yeah. Oh, Is absolutely. Yes. I would say, yeah, because... Um, even like from the casting perspective, you got to understand, as you know, Steve, they're yep. going through thousands and thousands, you know, for this one role. I could never, I props to the casting people because I could never do what you do and do it so well. It's <laughs> walking into Baskin Robbins times a thousand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. want vanilla. What the fuck? Oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That kind of high volume level of transactions is astonishing. <laughs> and, and they're doing it in a six hour turnaround. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's bananas. It bananas so like we always approach it what makes us so different uh it, agent wise like we always approach it with the with them if you know the what's in it for me okay and that's how we kind of train the actors under the the roster we're like stop thinking from the actor perspective absolutely think from the with them what's in it for me so mm -hmm. think about this being in the shoes of a casting person or a producer or director what's in it for them yeah you know and if you understand the with them you'll understand maybe why you didn't get get cast for this series regular maybe you only got this co-star role but why because you have to understand that this is a business and they're all about the ROI, the return on investment. Exactly. And they have to be confident when they're putting their talent, you know, on the line to the client that it's got to be good because it could ruin their reputation and Absolutely. their whole, you know, thing. So we try to get them to see that uh, perspective. But going back to the honesty part, yeah, like casting people are really, really honest with us. Okay. We ask, 
you know, we're really upfront. We're a direct type of people. We're always asking for feedback and we want the honest feedback mm -hmm. because without that honest feedback, we can't take it back to our people and help them develop into the types of actors that casting people that would attract, you know, casting people to put them on projects. Yeah, because they're not going to tell me, but you, you guys need to know because if you get keep getting the same note on actor X... Right. He showed up late and he's, you know, like we're talking the entitled yeah, actor. Yeah. Like, he thinks his talent is going to get him everywhere. Talent right. is like 4% of this. Exactly. Correct. Because, and that's the key, Steve. It's a business. Yeah. And that's what, like, a lot of actors, they, that's, you know, we've been in this market for about seven months now. And that is, like, the consistent characteristic. It's the understanding that this is a business, that you are a product, that we are merchandising. And you have to have, you know, they're like, merchandising. I'm like, dude, if you went into a car lot and all the cars are dusty and yeah. they look like they haven't been like driven in years would that attract you to buy it yeah absolutely not you know you go into a supermarket everything is labeled everything is packaged everything is in a section mm -hmm. you know Think when the labels you go in home depot and you buy a bag of dirt but if it's packaged properly you're gonna be like oh this is the best dirt ever made it now all right so you guys are used to la too right sure. so in new york i find there's a very uh, entitled theater type oh yeah this who is, is uh, you know they I literally worked with a guy once who had his review for of the play Art that he was in in upstate <laughs> New York. He's like, they said it was the best performance ever, and Law and Order won't call me back for this judge role. I did it perfectly, and they haven't called me back in three years. I'm like, uh, like, dude, two different worlds. I, I'm like, I don't. Two different worlds. First of all, in in LA, they're not as passionate as you know about theater because here in New York we have Broadway. Yeah. Hello, so everything mm -hmm. is TV film. Yeah. For TV film land, TV film. We yep. want to be at the studios. TV film. Whereas here it's a different dynamic because we do have Broadway, mm -hmm. and it's interesting seeing the theater people transitioning into on screen work. It's hard. You know, it is hard. It's hard for them to yeah, You know, we're like, yep. you're so. Grand, right. but you have to be so small. Bring that patient in here. Like, oh my God! <laughs> the people in the balcony have to hear me also, and they Dude, gotta make sure every word comes out properly. There's a microphone under your throat, <laughs> right? And the camera is from your hairline to your jowls. It's just so dial it down. Yeah, so it's like even you know those little things, and we can always tell like when the person's from theater, like transitioning yeah. into on screen, oh, and vice versa. And vice the TV versa, guys will TV go on stage. Guys go trying ahead. to go on stage. I think the patient is nearly in need of a... What? We yeah, can't what? hear you! Hey, Serpico, all right, enough with the method acting. How about mm -hmm. protect to the third row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is it's, it is an interesting dynamic. Mm -hmm. And, you know, L.A. is hot for their reasons in New York. I mean, we have 23 projects right here in New York that are yeah. hot, that are filming. I mean... Even now, TV and network work is just so hot right now. Like every they all keep the adding names, studios. So, oh, absolutely. Correct. Correct. And right. just the whole digital landscape is making it even more expansive. I mean, you know, the, what used to be pilot season is like a year-round thing now. I mean, year-round. Pilot it, season officially started like four years ago and just hasn't stopped. Right. Because it never was. <laughs> it's not stop. That's it's right. a product everywhere. Exactly. But You're that's seeing, great because they need yeah. content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're seeing people like when Netflix is getting awards that were obviously reserved for networks or yeah. you know other things before, and then it's like, oh, now it changed the game. Yeah. So now everything is just so expansive, and you can get that much more of an opportunity when you have different distribution channels that are not just the three studios, you know what I mean, or the four networks. When I started doing this, 
was after 9-11. Like 2002, 2003. Mm -hmm. Worst time to jump into this. I've talked about this on the show before, listeners. I apologize. But it was literally (laughs) in New York. It was one loan order. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was it. And the soaps. <laughs> and, the so- and, and I was the- always on the soaps. That's yeah. right. And the soaps are all in LA. And now, the, and then the soaps left. Yeah. I'm like, right. So- I, I was 17 different things on all my children. Exactly. Any, anybody d- tall. If, if you were a morgue, if I was a doctor, I ran a bank. I was the morgue attendant. Like we just need somebody <laughs> to fit in this frame. We need. I'll call that Steve guy. He'd call be Steve. Perfect. Steve. Yes. And then uh, we started with the FX shows. That's that was right. good. And New York just kept building and oh, building. Oh, New York is right. hot right now. Yep. I want to knock Woo. on wood. There's no wood in this room. Damn it. Wait, Twenty-three <laughs> projects being shot right now in New York. Right? That's right. And that's just and the TV just stuff, right? Or yeah, that's just TV, TV stuff. And then we're not even it. counting the Netflix of the world, the Amazon yeah. Studios, yeah. all the streaming services yeah, of the world. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's just so crazy how many opportunities there are. And also how many diverse opportunities. There like so many interesting everything now is like about the interesting character. Mm-hmm. Not like your standard. So mm-hmm. you know everyone can fit. You know, we're looking for guys with tattoos, ladies with tattoos, <laughs> edgy people, you know. I, when I see like, the breakdowns, boy, they hyper fucking that? specific. <laughs> I yes. know. Armenian looking dude with yeah. possibly a wart or two on his nose yes. who has uh, misshapen sideburns yes. and some yeah. type of a jowl. Yes, <laughs> a jowl. Wow. I, I, I submitted for that. Okay. <laughs> I told you I saw that Like a jowl. I'm like, jowl, what's yeah. this? I have to Google this, man. What's this? The, oh, uh, the turkey flapper, the, yeah. The turkey, the turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to grow yeah. one out. Yeah, but, you know, it's like, you know, what were traditional roles, you know, where you had to have this certain aesthetic about you. That doesn't the exist. Cookie the cookie cutter. Right. Yep. It does not exist today yep. at all. They're, everyone's looking for interesting people, mm-hmm. you know. That, that is the, the key word in almost every breakdown. Interesting. Yes. Interesting, interesting look. Yeah. Interesting. And I, and I look at a mirror and go, no. <laughs> like vanilla shortbread. Yeah, no, that. Sorry. I, 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 took, I had a, a meeting here in the city with an agency once, and the guy was like, I, I love everything about you, but look at you. Like, if you were 80 pounds heavier, or there was something wrong, you're a nice-looking, normal guy. Yeah, nice-looking, mm-hmm. boring dude. They're like, we can't do anything with that. Exactly. And <laughs> I, I've been on endless commercial auditions where I walk in the room, I'm like, oh, this is like fucking Orphan 20, whatever the, the, the series is with the clones. Because oh. it's oh, just yes. <laughs> 18 of me in khakis and this shirt. Exactly. Right? And, and we're like, like oh. Yeah, everyone's falling asleep. And they're all in, in just a little better shape. Or the, right. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. I have to blouse my shirt just to show <laughs> You know, we try, we try, we try. They're not fast enough. I can still catch them. That's the only problem. I'm going to tell you how interesting it is for us. You know, like this year, it's the year of the transgender, you know, yeah. the whole Caitlyn yep. Jenner thing. Although, me. I'm not going although, Laverne, <laughs> although Laverne Fox, Orange is the New Black, yeah. it was like... I mean, she was, that was years ago. That was years ago. But we get it. We get it. The Caitlyn thing. But it was interesting. You know, we were looking... We, you know, uh, like seven months ago, we were looking at the projects coming down the pipeline and the breakdowns, and we're like, wow, there's a lot of transgender projects, you know, just an immense and in, you know, in production coming yeah. down the pipeline. Which has been before anybody knew about Caitlyn Jenner. Way, Any way, that. Yeah, that way, stuff has been built. way before like, it's been bubbling. The, the Amazon uh, trans. Yeah, transparent. This I mean, is their second season now. Yeah, yeah I mean, and 
we know this business that probably started six years ago. Absolutely, but now it's the timing around it. So what we did, I could remember like Kevin and I were at this actors showcase and we see like, you know, there's like a ton of actors in there and we're like, but for some reason I'm like looking at I'm like, oh my God, we have to get her on our roster right now. Look at her, you know, not only like this, she have this look, it's just something about her. It's, yeah. it's our gut, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. our gut. Um, so, you know, we brought her onto the roster and she has a really great brand here in New York City. She's non-union, right? So the, so check it out though, check it out. So then the NBC Diversity Showcase rolls around, right? Yeah. So they're looking for these type of um, characters. So, interesting. You know, interesting. Yeah. But, so, right, so and I also um, submitted to that as an older white guy. <laughs> older non-Jewish white guy. Is that a, that's not a diverse fucking thing. So, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> so we, we you know we take her under our wing uh-huh. wing you it's like we don't care yeah sag after aea yeah 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 there's tons but there's just something about you yeah right it's not only because you're transgender it's just something about you an essence an essence mm-hmm. no really a really a aura yeah. vibe and i'm like man when i'm in her presence i just feel so warm and fuzzy like she could I mean, if you were like really that pissed off dude and you're having really an effed up day, you're in her presence and you just feel like so happy and love and kumbaya. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, if I'm feeling this and Kevin is feeling this, other people can feel this. So Sometimes it is just a gut thing. Yeah, it is. It is. So NBC diversity comes around. You know, we put people, put our people, the hat into the ring. Who makes the callbacks? Our girl. Nice. And they loved her. And they and, and you know what was so gratifying for Kevin and I? You know, the day she, she took a picture in front of 30 Rock. It's, a, it's like after nine years yeah. in the market, you know, being shamed, going through whatever, you know, adversities and struggles that she went through. The fact that we can take her, we didn't look at the fact that she's non-union. We looked at her for who she was and the performance that she was and mm-hmm. the uniqueness that she brought to the table and we're like, this can be merchandise, this can be marketed. Yep. We always go back to the business principles and we did and she was just like a pro and she caught the attention of the NBC casting people nice. and got the call back. But when we got that picture of her standing in front of 30 Rock, mm-hmm. like there's tears in our eyes because we were a, we're like a dream maker. Yeah. Like we were able to make that happen. Like it, you, we say it's a business, but there's also that part, like you're not even looking at dollar signs there. No. It's like, wow, we've changed this person's life. Yes. Absolutely. We, Kevin, listen, if Kevin and I were in this for money, we wouldn't be in it, <laughs> you know, at all. Ditto. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be, you know, money is the residual of the hard work the time effort and energy that we put so the money will come Mm -hmm. you know if we laid the groundwork and that's what we do looking at the talent looking at what they bring to the uh table looking at maybe if they didn't have success with this agent why helping them to identify those things helping to work with our talent very strategically so they understand how to deal with casting people how Mm -hmm. to navigate through because it's a business yeah you just apply those principles those same business principles and you know seven months later it's like oh my god you know you guys are exploding here what are you doing and I'm like I I don't know you know we're just being us but it takes that level of uh, commitment 
Yes. And the knowledge. I didn't know shit about this business when I started. And right. now looking back, I'm like, oh, you big dummy. Because yeah. like, yeah. you, you shoot yourself in the foot in this business a lot. Yeah. Um, that's how you learn. You learn the hard way. That's how you learn. You definitely don't forget those lessons. You know, I still, <laughs> still a few that hurt enough. when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it just takes, uh, and it's so simple as having somebody in your corner, you know, having that support system sure. if they're lucky enough to get even just at home, not not even representation, mm-hmm. just somebody on their team that helps them get there. Yeah, and that's a good point that you make too. Like a lot of people have already told us um, that they see us as managerial type of agents. Mm-hmm. Like you know, a manager is generally the one that's going to develop you and you know bring you from nothing to something in the first place, and then when you get to being you know being represented by an agent yep. then that agent is going to get you bookings and do a lot more things but you know you're going to have very little interaction with your agent oftentimes and you know you might not talk to them about much at all uh, because a lot of agents just don't have the time where they're kind of jaded they've mm-hmm. been in the industry too long they're just like you're a yes you're a no you're a yes you're a no but you're kind of going to get something very different from us in that not only do we have managerial background and a consult- consultative approach of a lot of different things that we've done but we like to see you that light bulb go mm-hmm. off in you when we teach you something mm-hmm. and it could be just a little tidbit that we might give you or that a little extra bit of feedback that that means a lot to you that, that they're going to carry for the rest of their career yeah, exactly. that you will have exactly. opened a door for them exactly that will help them in auditions or just yeah. in, in their life in the business and you two seem to have something uh, missing in this uh, mm-hmm. business a little bit of uh, a soul <laughs> <laughs> you seem like nice people that's not I, I know don't that's come not, across a lot you know, of that. You know what's yeah. interesting? We've said just being in the market over the last seven months and we sit in front of people and they're just like, are you guys really agents or are we being catfished? Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, no, we really, we give a damn about the people on our roster. I think why we're being so successful here in New York is because we do give a damn about mm-hmm. the people on our roster. That's we right. understand they're human beings. We've been where they've been, maybe not in acting, but maybe in corporate America or somewhere mm-hmm. in our life. And we can empathize with that feeling, yep. you know, and we know, and we can look back and we always ask ourselves, you know, what motivated us? What made us feel? It's just even like, uh, like yesterday was crazy. It was raining cats and dogs oh. here, but it was raining bookings at 90210 New York City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was. That's a good kind of rain. It was. Yeah. I was like, That's a oh P. My Diddy uh, strip, strip club. <laughs> <laughs> <right? laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's just like such um, a wonderful feeling when. We are able, what we do, you know, we stay connected with our L.A. headquarters. Mm -hmm. We're very tight-knit, very close with L.A. But what we'll do is um, we'll, like, broadcast this success, any little success. You know, I want to give a shout-out to A, B, and C because of this. Or I want to do this. Or you did this. You did such a great job, you know. Because I can remember even... um, you know, in corporate uh, America, and I'm like, what drove me? Yeah, the fat commissions, yeah, I could say that, but I think even more than that was the recognition. Attaboys. Yeah. Attaboys, exactly. you can't market yeah. an attaboys. There's nothing yeah. better than a little, exactly. a little shout out, yeah. throw me a little, little shout, That's right, right. you know, credit. just show you that, listen, this is such a thankless job sometimes, it's just the fact that someone can acknowledge your work, acknowledge your talent, just, um, giving them that recognition yeah. and not only to us but to the entire organization yeah. Yeah. and I'm telling you it boosts the confidence of people and it makes them deal so and I'm like listen it's 
not a rejection. We don't know why you didn't get that that role, but you need to celebrate each step of the process. Yeah. Celebrate the audition. Celebrate the callback. Even if you get, didn't get booked, celebrate the relationship you made with the casting people because you can use it strategically moving forward. Yeah, and that's I, I remember that being a hard lesson to learn early on. Mm-hmm. Like you get three callbacks in a row, you think, and then you don't get any of them. Mm-hmm. But. That's not the fucking point. I mean, it is the point of this right, business. Right. Yeah. But those three, it takes a while to realize, oh, the three callbacks are right. the gold. Right. They yes. want you there for some, you know, maybe the bond they got as the, the scene partner is five foot two. Absolutely. And now I'm not going to work. Right. But to get that, it's like they they brought, they brought saw something to bring you back in. Absolutely. And you, you right. can't, you initially, like, I, now now I go back into actor mode. You go, oh, what did I do wrong in the callback? I thought I did the same thing. They didn't yeah. like it. Yeah. Like, no, it's just there's so many other... Variable. Factors and variables yeah. that go into there. That you'll never crazy. know. I mean, there's no way to figure out every single one of those little things. And it's just so many different pieces to that puzzle. And you are a part of your own puzzle. Yeah. You just got to kind of keep putting it together and keep going. And that positive reinforcement is incredibly important. I mean, I've seen people just like their attitude change just from the, the positive feedback that they might get. And, and like, then Whoa. it starts to, the confidence and everything snowballs, yes. right? Yes. Right, and they believe in themselves and therefore they, they're gonna keep trying and you gotta have that never say die attitude and it's gotta never go away. It could take years, it could take months, it could take days, you never know. It, and But you've gotta believe in yourself. You are your brand, you are the merchandise, you are the product, you are the business. And You're all the above. The you know, I was in the corporate world, so uh, yeah. I'm not scraping by paycheck to paycheck anymore. Sure. Like, right, right. you know, I'm an older man, uh, but I've worked with peers who have been acting for 30 years at, and still at my level. And I've seen them in auditions. If I don't get this hemorrhoid commercial, I don't know if I can make rent. I'm like, that is, how do you live like oh that? Like, I don't. I'm not necessarily concerned about the money, and this is still a fucking ass kicking business. But like, <laughs> if I couldn't eat tomorrow. Unless I got this job, I'm like, I can't, I go in there and go, right? Like, there's just no way, I don't know how people do it. And people do succeed. I I mean, they, you know, they're living in their cars and, but I think that's such the exception. That that is, that is the exception and not the rule. And listen, this, what it is, just like with anything else, you have to just be, enjoy, have fun and be passionate. Just enjoy the process, you know? just enjoy you know if you're at the point of like high blood pressure anxiety and you're on you're living off xanax and you're walking around with a a review that you got two years ago (laughs) because because that's your claim to legitimacy (laughs) to legitimize yourself you know that and that's what we work against like there is i can guarantee you you can call up any actor on our roster and just ask them how do you interact with your agents Mm -hmm. like we are their cheerleaders we are their coaches that does sound way more managerial oh yeah it is Mm -hmm. and that's because uh that's who we are as people, Kevin and I. Okay. We are that. If you told us you had to be agents but you couldn't do this, then we couldn't be agents. Yeah. Because it's at the fabric and essence of who we are as people. And we're about building up people. You know, even the casting directors, we build them up. We'll yeah. tell them what a great job they're doing. Exactly. Hey, this is fantastic. You, I could never do that job you do. Kudos to you. The great job on this Emmy Award nomination. This is awesome. You know, people need that. Attaboy. Everybody needs that. <laughs> but those, gonna, Can I steal that from you? The absolute, absolutely. Attaboys. <laughs> I'm throwing attaboys around. Um, the, way, the same way we were in the corporate world, yeah. don't you find that uh, in showbiz... There are still people in this business. Like, 
I've run into casting directors. It seems like the last thing they wanted to be doing is cast another mm. fucking show or right. like eight, like you run. Into, I've run into people at, to do these uh, seminars and you mm-hmm. know where they meet new actors and like, wow, this guy's even more miserable than I am. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and, like they just don't want to be in it anymore. And no. I feel bad because we've been there and you take oh, a absolutely. different path. Yeah. But boy, in this business, it's tough to be that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Because because. I mean, you can have, you can literally just damage yourself, like your mental state, your physical state. It's if you're at that point, I'm like, oh my god! It, it, it whether it's acting, being in corporate America, being whatever, whatever it is, you need to actually step back and take a look at it, and you need to reevaluate that, and you need to ask yourself, ask yourself, listen, when I came into this, was this what I envisioned? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that's not what you envisioned then you need to create a new vision and work around that so you're happy. God didn't make it so you can be miserable doing this and then die and go six feet under and Lord knows where Maybe he did. Maybe that person had a, was a miserable prick <laughs> back in Nefertiti's time and it's just, I am going to fuck this up. <laughs> this guy's going to be an agent with no, horrible, horrible fucking roster for the next 80 years. Yeah. Now, you, we were just talking before we came up here. You guys spent all day today talking all day. about endless array of new actors it was like speed dating it was like speed yeah, dating that speed. sounds like my nightmare having <laughs> hung out with way too many actors in my life and and you were on the uh you got the desperate end of them because they're hoping for representation right, right. like can you smell the desperation on some of them you know what i guess it's how we look at people and we don't look at people as desperate okay we understand why they feel that way and their hunger and their passion so we don't look at them as desperate so we don't skew our perception of them you are the so, most positive damn person i met in this business <laughs> yeah we are, i mean that's our brand that's kevin and i All that's, positive. A, that's the positivity crap. so we, what have i been dealing with the last 10 years down in the muck and the mire you suck you're too tall you're too yeah, no. white you're too you're too short all of it <laughs> i come in here and i feel like a million bucks yeah. <laughs> see that's why if you make people feel like a million bucks you'll get the best out of them it's like when we were in corporate america we you know we're all consultants and then we'll see like the struggling consultants on the performance plans right and they're feeling and the manager is saying hey if you don't hit your quota you don't hit the metrics you're out you're done you don't have a job then you have to go tell your wife and kid or your husband and kids that listen we're like unemployment and all these things but even in the corporate world when kevin and i saw that happening we would go we just just naturally we're like giving them this pep rally we're yeah. like come in the conference room do the pep rally okay let's understand where the disconnect is let's look at your opening your approach and mm-hmm. let's look at the process let's look at the close let's see where the disconnect then we would identify the disconnect and we would fix that part and then we would go and if they were like really on final performance we would just actually go help them get to their number no compensation just go so you could keep your job so you yeah. can take care of your family yeah. and then it's next thing you know yeah, yeah and then next thing you know that same person is rising in the rankings and their managers can't understand what happened i was like oh all you needed to do was find where the disconnect was yeah. so that's how we approach it with the actors you know we understand do you understand you know what your 
your type is, what your brand is. If you can't articulate that to us, how are we going to articulate and pitch that? You have to be able to articulate it. So we actually give actors homework. You have to um, give us a pitch paragraph of your brand. There are 23 projects here in New York. Where can you see yourself on those 23 projects? Who are the casting people on that? Okay, how do we develop relationships with those casting people? So we actually give them like a guided... Uh, uh, structure. It's not even feedback. It's like creating a whole world. Yeah, because that's nice. what we are. We're creators. Yeah. Kevin and I are like innately, we're creators. And and what it is, is, um, you know, it's on the road. The end game, right? It's A list red carpet. That's we want to be a mm-hmm. name. You know, when it comes down in the breakdowns, names, 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 star star names, names only. Like, yeah. <laughs> names only. <laughs> you know, I want to be that. But you know what? We want, like, one of the goals of Kevin and I is, like, we want to be a part of people's bios. Yeah. So when they are successful and they are in that place, they can remember and say, hey, you know what, Kevin and Tracy, they played a big part in helping me either my perception mm-hmm. or finding the disconnect or just helping me, help to give me that something to help get ahead. That's so we're like that. we're okay. atypical. Yes, we are. Oh shit! <laughs> I feel bad for the people who try to move on after you guys to, to a regular age. I mean, <laughs> God, it. yeah, no kidding. Like, oh well, at my last place, they would always. Oh, okay, I'll sit over here. Like, no, right, okay, no, no. Can I have a bottle of water, please? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, you want to know? Yeah, a lot of the wind knows exactly. Uh, this, uh, this was great. You guys are the best. I feel better about myself just having talked to you. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll just send you that bill. After. Yeah, oh, son yeah. of a bitch. That's, I, got the, <laughs> I got the therapy guys. I wanted the agency guys. <laughs> but we are. Agent. That's our brand, the therapist agents. The therapist yep. agents. I'm going to be paying like our student loans we were talking about yeah, before. I'm yeah, going to be exactly. paying that for another couple oh years. <laughs> Tracy, Kevin, this was great. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for and having thanks us, Steve. Us, great, we appreciate man. it. That's going to do it for this week, everybody. Huge thanks to Tracy and Kevin Turton for joining me today. I wish them and all their colleagues and clients at 90210 Talent the best of luck in this tricky, tricky business. And of course, huge thanks to you guys for continuing to listen and supporting this show. I'll see you right back here next week on The Gamut.